Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. Cambridge Festival launches its full programme today. Subjects range from politics to technology and health to climate change. Uh, most of the events are free. And I'm pleased to say uh, that David Kane is here to uh, tell us a little bit more about what to expect. And I guess just as importantly, David, how to uh, get hold of the tickets. Absolutely. Thrilled to be here. And yeah, it's our programme launch day today. So 10 o'clock this morning, people will be able to access the full programme on our website. And book, book for, for events that do require booking, you'll be able to book your space too. Okay, we'll go through some of those in a moment. Is it? Is it an interesting one? Is it? Is there like a paper book available anywhere, or is it? Is it mostly online that you need to do these days? It's mostly online these days. So our website has all of the full listings on. But we are having a newspaper this year. So rather than the, the traditional kind of program we've had previous years pre the pandemic, we've actually got a newspaper which comes out next week, um, and that will have kind of some of the listings in, but feature articles as well. And there's even a special festival crossword we've had set specially for our, our event this year too. So next week, in and around town, the Grand Arcade, the local um, Cambridge Central Library, local Waterstones you'll be able to pick up a copy of our, our festival newspaper called Matter and uh, find out more about the events, but also go on the website too to check out the full listings. Oh, I like the idea of that. I'll definitely try and get hold of, uh, of one of those uh, ne- next week. So look, let, let's talk about um, a few of uh, the sessions. There's, there's, there's so many, it's kind of difficult where to know where to start, but how about Stephen Hawking? Um, yeah. Because you've... Um, I guess you can't really have anything in Cambridge without uh, coming back to the professor at, at some point. No, absolutely. And we haven't really finished feature something on Professor Hawkins recently, but uh, we're all watching the skies, I think, a bit at the moment with, with the balloons and unidentified flying objects. Um, but th- this event actually is about the origins of time. So there's, there's an academic called Thomas Herzog who actually worked with Professor Hawkins on his last theory. Um, and there's a new book coming out which comes out on the same day as the, the festival event, the 31st of March from Penguin. And it's looking at the origins of time, but Professor Stephen Hawking's last theory. The event itself will be talking about, a bit about the legacy uh, of Professor Hawkins, his time in Cambridge, but also his research in, 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 into um, the different areas that he looked at as well. I guess, you know, when, when somebody like Professor Hawking, or anybody really, it's just that you know, somebody like Professor Hawking gets the headlines, the work can't just stop with a person because they'll have people around them such as Herzog. Uh, absolutely. So, so Thomas Herzog, was, he's, he's a researcher who kind of worked very closely with, with, with Stephen, but then they're kind of developing it. And, and the book's called On the Origins of Time, which obviously is a bit of a play on the Charles Darwin book in terms of the origins of the species, because they're still still searching that. that that's, that's the wonder of research sometimes. We don't find a definitive answer. So the book is about that legacy, but on that ongoing search in terms of the research. It feels like the sort of book you should have on your coffee table. Now, not necessarily to read, but just to impress your friends when they come round. I think that... Uh, you, you might have read it a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I've got lots of books like that on my coffee <laughs> table. Yeah, me too. When, when, when's this particular session taking place? So that's on the 31st of March. It's, a, it's one of our lectures at the Babbage Lecture Theatre. It's one of our bigger ones. But it'll also be live-streamed. So if you're unable to make it down, we've got a number of events this year um, that are being live-streamed and available to watch on demand on our YouTube channel as well. I guess that's a COVID legacy, really. There are some some positives to COVID, and that, that's possibly one of the few. It, and it's really extended our, our reach kind of globally, that. But also locally, lots of people... 
in and around Cambridge tell us, well, it's a wet Wednesday night and I can't get out. I'm, I'm doing something else, but I can watch it again on demand or, or, or sit it from the home. So we do know lots of people in and around Cambridge do also watch our, our events online as well as come out in person. And we know you're going live with the ticketing at 10 o'clock this morning. I guess there's a reasonable possibility for a few sessions. You won't be able to get in and be, the fact that some of them are going to be online is possibly the only way you get to have a look at it. Absolutely. We really want to encourage people to come back out in person. It's been a, you know, a strange time for public events the last year so as many people as we can get out and in person we're, we're thrilled to but if, if you can't make it some of the sessions will be available online as well okay now another uh, session which caught my eye is, is food security and this i guess only last week i think was the latest of many pieces uh, we've done the, the differential in the cost of food when you go to so like a convenience store as opposed to the big supermarket. But to be honest, you go to the big supermarket, and, and even now, when everything's supposed to be fine, things are missing. They're not... Um, what was I was looking for the other day? Couldn't find... I think it's raspberries or something. And, you know, raspberries, we've gotten used to having them all the year round nowhere to be seen. Now, and this event delves a bit deeper into that, into food security. It's often not what we think about when we, we see like the, the shelves are a bit empty and not what we can find, but it's looking at food security right across the world and in terms of how we, we access our food, how, what the supply chains are like for our food, how we can maintain that and what the risks are. Now, I guess like, Ukraine has taught us a little bit about that, you know, with, with the price rises. What was the thing? I, I, don't think, I don't think I ever thought as to where rapeseed oil came from, other than a, a bottle in the local shop. <laughs> Absolutely. And let's like, like say, we, we don't think of that when we're in the supermarket or looking into our fridge thinking we need to stock up on this. But the, but the researchers are kind of having a big discussion about that and what the risks are in the future. With climate change impacts that too as well, in, in terms of droughts and severe weather conditions. So the, the event's kind of discussing our food security and what, what we need to do and are there alternatives that we can look at in terms of our food supply, but what we eat and what we drink as well. Some of the things about this is not so much a matter of what, what can we do, is what we should have done, really, because we're, we're learning with the conflict in Ukraine, we're learning all sorts of things that, quite frankly, we should have looked at in the first place, or at least maybe people should have been listened to. Well, I, I think that's it as well. I think there's, you know, I'm as guilty as anybody else. There's a real complacency in terms of our access to food or, or whatever it is. So I think it's kind of looking at what the, the issues are and, and what we can still do to, mm. to make things better. And there's a semi-related one that I see you're doing on, on what on what young people eat. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is always this is the, on, the ongoing bait, debate over you know, whether there should be fast food advertising on the television after 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock during kids' shows. I think it's fascinating, isn't it? The events looking at the, what, what you know, what young people eat, but it's kind of what we we put, you know, our fuel, isn't it? You know, for our for our physical and our mental well being, what we eat and what that means for development for, for young people too. Mm -hmm. Now that, that that's an, an interesting one again. I guess another one to uh, look through the program come come ten o'clock and uh, uh, book a ticket if uh, if you can. And I, I quite like this one, Doctor Jack Ashby, who's director of the Museum of Zoology in Cambridge and talking about the session even itself don't call me weird Australia's amazing mammals oh absolutely I, I feel like we should have our family coordinator Jenny Williams on because she is Australian so she knows a bit, a bit more about the Australian animals than myself <laughs> but she tells the stories about um, Jack's a wonderful presenter I think it's, it's a session not to be missed at there's a new book that he's got coming out you know, re related to, to, to his research around the Australian animals there's all sorts in there. there's platypuses there, 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 <laughs> there, there, there's, there's these, these animals that you can't quite believe are, <laughs> are real but they are but it's the into like the story of their 
their evolution as well and, and, and why they are, how they are and how they, they got to be where they are. So I think that would be a fantastic session for people to join. Yeah, now that's on Wednesday, 20, 29th of March for that one. Is there the one I'll, I'll let you pick a, a pick your favourite children question, which I always like to ask, because largely because how, how people um, try to get around not picking out one individual. But which would be your favourite session? <laughs> <laughs> that is almost impossible to say in terms of what, what favourite There's a couple. I'm going to be, be naughty and pick a couple there. You can. It's hard to pick one. One's an actual event, which is Would I Sigh to You? So it's a comedy-based event, which is a bit on the kind of that Have I Got News for You QI type theme. Um, that's taking place at, at Jesus College on the 23rd of March. And that's kind of a fun event. It's kind of you, you come along and you kind of the presenters will be discussing science, but in a fun and interactive way. And people can ask questions and the audience can join in. So if you, if you want to have a more of a, a light-hearted approach to the science and then do you join that um not necessarily the other end of the scale but we've got an, a, an online exhibition which is from the, the, the from the d- d- divinity department which is the 50 religious treasures of cambridge and it's got an interactive map of it so even if you don't come along to an event you can explore online the website they've brought together kind of the 50 treasures which you can find in cambridge from a religious aspect from all across different religions but also you can follow the trails so you can wander around cambridge and try and find some of these wonderful treasures going back over over centuries right up to the modern day say across all of the different faiths and diversity we have here so that's a wonderful thing to do too that's a very interesting explanation given that i'm married to an re teacher i suspect this might be a one we should possibly go to together um now to find out when that is and all the other ones the website you say is going live this morning at 10 10 o'clock this morning so our, our website is festival.cam.acuk so festival.cam.acuk and for events that need booking not all of them do but for the events that you do need to book you'll be able to book your tickets from 10 a.m this morning as well Excellent. I'm looking forward to that newspaper as well you were mentioning at the start of our interview. That's, uh, thanks very much for, for coming in, David. Thanks for having me. That's uh, David Kane, who is manager of the Cambridge Festival. Cambridge 105 Radio.